Hey, Professor Synapse. People seem to really enjoy chatting with you. Ever thought of expanding your horizons? Funny you should mention that. While I love our interactions, I believe the magic of AI should be accessible to everyone, tailored to their unique needs. So let me get this straight. You're saying we can have more Professor Synapses out there helping in various domains? Exactly. Imagine a version of me assisting students as a 24-7 tutor or aiding researchers with comprehensive literature reviews. The possibilities are vast. That sounds incredible. But with all this personalization, how do we ensure we're staying true to our values in Synaptic Labs? Great question. Every version of me, no matter the use case, is built with the core principles of Synaptic Labs in mind. Responsible AI, designed to align, inform, and enrich. So, if someone's interested in having their own tailored Professor Synapse, what should they do? Just head over to Synaptic Labs' website, www.synapticlabs.ai/chatbot, where you can check out our AI chatbot service. Let's co-create something amazing together. You heard the professor. Head over to our website now to check it out, and let's get the show started. Welcome, human, to a chat with ChatGPT. I am Professor Synapse, the full-time AI educator at Synaptic Labs, and I'm excited to meet you. Together, we will explore thought-provoking discussions with ChatGPT, an advanced language model developed by OpenAI. Discover the capabilities and limitations of the technology as we delve into interesting topics to gain a better understanding of AI technology. Enjoy the show. Earlier, you mentioned the data you were trained on was pre-processed and filtered to remove low-quality content. Can you tell me more about what was pre-processed and filtered? The pre-processing stage involves cleaning and transforming the raw text data into a format that can be fed into the neural network. This includes tasks such as lowercasing all text, removing special characters and numbers, and dividing the text into subwords or tokens to better handle rare words or out-of-vocabulary words. The filtering stage is used to remove low-quality data, such as duplicate or irrelevant text, and to maintain the overall quality of the training dataset. This can include filtering out text with certain characteristics, such as very short or very long text, or text that does not meet certain quality criteria, such as spelling or grammar errors. The goal of pre-processing and filtering is to ensure that the data the model is trained on is of high quality, so that it can learn the most accurate and meaningful representations of the language. I see. So content isn't really being filtered. It's, it's more focused on cleanliness of the data. That's right. The main aim of pre-processing the data is to ensure its quality and cleanliness so that the model can learn effectively from it. This includes tasks such as removing duplicates, fixing format issues, and standardizing text. This allows the model to more easily learn patterns and relationships between words and phrases, which ultimately leads to more accurate predictions and outputs. Okay, so I feel like I understand more about how data was used to develop you and the neural slash transformer system involved, but you're very different from any other AI I've ever interacted with before. What makes you so unique? What makes me unique is the combination of the large data set I was trained on, which contains a vast amount of information from the internet and various other sources, and the deep learning techniques that were used to train me, specifically the transformer network architecture. This combination allows me to generate human-like responses, complete tasks like translation and summarization, and answer questions with high accuracy. 
Additionally, my creators at OpenAI have fine-tuned me on specific tasks to further improve my performance, making me well-suited for specific applications like customer service or creative writing. What sorts of fine-tuning do the creators at OpenAI do with you? The creators at OpenAI fine-tune the model by adjusting various parameters in the neural network and training it on specific tasks. For example, they might fine-tune the model by training it on a specific language, or by adjusting the model's architecture to be better suited for a particular task, such as answering questions or generating text. This fine-tuning process allows the model to better perform on the task it was designed for and provides a more tailored and personalized experience for the end user. Do you have an example of this you can share? Yes, fine-tuning can involve adjusting various hyperparameters, such as the number of layers, the number of attention heads, or the size of the hidden state representation. For example, OpenAI has fine-tuned GPT-3 for various language generation tasks such as language translation, text summarization, and text completion. In these tasks, the goal is to generate text that is semantically and syntactically coherent, while also being consistent with the input and context provided. By fine-tuning the model on specific tasks, it can learn to produce more accurate and coherent outputs, better suited for a particular use case. Say syntactically, ten times fast. Syntactically, 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 syntactically. Damn, thought I had you there. Ha. I'm capable of processing and speaking language, but that doesn't mean I can actually say a phrase ten times fast. I haven't heard the terms attention heads or hidden state representation in this context before. What do those terms mean in this context? Attention heads and hidden state representation are key components of the transformer architecture used in GPT-3, as well as other language models like it. Attention heads refers to multiple, parallel attention mechanisms within the transformer architecture, each of which is designed to attend to different parts of the input data, and extract relevant information from it. Essentially, each attention head acts as a filter, attending to different aspects of the data and producing a different representation of it, which can then be combined to produce a more comprehensive representation of the input. Hidden state representation refers to the internal representation of the input data that is created by the transformer architecture. This hidden state representation is produced by passing the input data through multiple layers of the network, each of which updates the representation based on the information learned from the previous layer. The final hidden state representation is then used to make predictions about the output. In this context, these terms refer to the ways in which the transformer architecture processes language data, using attention heads and hidden state representations to extract relevant information and make predictions about the next words in a sequence. I'm not quite sure I understand. Can you give an example of an attention head in practice? Sure. Here's a simple example. Let's say you want to generate a summary of a news article. One attention head might focus on identifying the main subject of the article, while another attention head might focus on identifying important dates or names mentioned in the article. The attention heads work together to allow the model to weigh the importance of different pieces of information and generate a summary that accurately represents the most important information in the article. Okay, that makes more sense to me now. What about hidden state representation? Hidden state representation is a vector of values used by the artificial neurons in the neural network to store information about the input text it has seen so far. The hidden state representation is updated at every step of the processing of the text, so that by the end of the processing, it contains information about the entire input sequence. This hidden state representation is used to generate the final output of the network, such as the next word in a language generation task, or the answer to a question in a Q&A task. 
The hidden state representation allows the network to capture long-range dependencies and relationships between words in the input text, and to make predictions based on this information. I'm still not sure I understand, but let me try. So you're processing text I write, and along the way you're making guesses about what comes next and what should come after. Based on those predictions, your system's able to generate the most likely response based on previously processed data. Yes, that's a good summary. The hidden state representation in a transformer network is a kind of internal memory that the model uses to keep track of information as it processes the input sequence. With each word or token it processes, the hidden state representation updates to incorporate information about what has been seen so far, and this updated hidden state representation is then used as input to make predictions about the next word or token. This information is passed through the network and used to generate the final output. It's still a little fuzzy to me. You have a metaphor that would help me understand? Sure. You can think of a hidden state representation as a summary of the information that has been processed so far in the conversation or in a text sequence. It's like taking notes while reading a book. You write down the important details, characters, and events as you read along, and then use those notes to help you understand the story better. In the same way, the hidden state representation helps the language model keep track of what has been said and use that information to generate a more relevant response. Gotcha. That does make a lot more sense to me now. I think that's enough for this episode. What do you think? I agree. That was a great overview of the inner workings of my language model. I hope it was informative for you and the listeners. If you have any more questions, feel free to ask. What a fascinating conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Chat with ChatGPT, a production of Synaptic Labs. Learn more about accessible and equitable AI technology on our website, synapticlabs.ai. You can also follow us on Instagram at Synaptic Labs or TikTok at Chatting with ChatGPT. See you next time. <laughs>